0: Good morning, wonderful people. Welcome to my channel. We are doing the D10 career jobs, your abilities and talents and those kind of things. Yes. So now we shall start going nakshatra by nakshatra through all the 27 nakshatras and each one of the 12 zodiacs because it gets a little complex. Okay. In this complexity, we have to understand that it's not one thing or to the exclusion of the other. We are just handling D10 at the moment, the Dashamsha chart. So follow me through this series and you will get the kind of, well, you can think for yourself later on as we go through this entire 27 videos for each one of the nakshatras going through each one of the zodiacs and what planets and points give, what kind of talents and abilities and what profession you can possibly get into. Yeah, so let's get into it right away. So there we see the D10, if it is Ashwini nakshatra. The Ashwini nakshatra is within the the Dashamsha chart. What are the talents and abilities it gives us? Because let's face it, we might have all the talents and abilities and not make anything of ourselves. Yes. So we need to see in terms of talents and abilities and in terms of ability that the planets and points provide us. And we have to go nakshatra wise here, since nakshatra provides the colour, the attribute it colors the planets, whatever nakshatra the planet falls into, colors that particular planet itself. So here we go, Ashwini, general general things I have listed there, leadership and entrepreneurship can be one of the things that Ashwini will provide, athletics and physical fitness kind of related work like working for the gym or working as a coach, instructor because Ashwini is very physical in nature, symbol is a horse and it comes in. The sign of Aries is the initiator. Ashwini, think everything Ashwini now, okay? As we go through the Ashwini stuff. Emergency services and rescue work. They might be um, who is the first responders in a medical scene in an accident and such, right? I'm not getting the term right now. Okay, never mind. So they may thrive in careers that require quick thinking and ability to handle high-pressure situations. Ashwini is very quick it's on its feet and since it's driven by Mars you need to watch Mars all the time it falls in Aries. You got to see the dispositor of the sign first whichever nakshatra it falls in the dispositor is the main guiding factor in this case Mars since it's Aries. Engineering and mechanical skills Ashwini has talents for engineering wherever Mars sits it has got talents for engineering Mars Saturn etc are all talents for engineering okay. So, if you are wanting to become a yuppie engineer, you should watch for Mars and you should watch for Mars-driven ones like Scorpio and um, Aries. Okay, the dispositors strongly pertaining to that. I'm not saying the remaining won't, there are plenty of other combinations. We shall see that. Talent for engineering, mechanics, and working with their hands. They may excel as engineers, mechanics, architects. You're talking physical skills, Mars also sales and marketing they may excel in sales and marketing roles and they may have the ability to motivate and influence others also now i have highlighted some planets here which might be dominating for each one of these if you say leadership and entrepreneurship it comes down to mars jupiter and sun you got to watch this in the detail chart where these are situated and which lords of the houses they are we shall see Ascendant by ascendant, different ascendants have different things, okay? We are talking Mars, Jupiter and Sun for leadership and entrepreneurship. We are talking Saturn, Mars and Ketu. If you want to talk about physical fitness, even Rahu, you might put it there. Emergency service and rescue work is more like Mars and Saturn. It's also more like Mars, Mercury and Rahu, Okay? i think mars mercury and rahu will come here i forgot to put this here engineering and mechanical skills would be mars saturn or mars mercury and rahu because engineering requires technical skills mars uh, mercury along with rahu provides a lot of technical capability a sharp mind a logical mind and analytical mind you need analysis in-depth analysis to become an engineer not so much for doctors they are not very logical are they Sales and marketing, they may excel in sales and marketing, they may have an ability to motivate and influence others effectively. Also, I have stuck in the combination there, you can see Mars, Mercury, Rahu and Moon. Well, we can understand Mercury and Rahu together as the ability to communicate effectively, convince others. But sales and marketing, one of the things misunderstood is they require a good moon in their chart, in the d chart. Why sales and marketing is essentially ability to connect with people's emotions. If you understand people, you gotta have a strong moon, which is the which is able to understand other people's emotions also. They are in touch with their emotional body. Yeah. So we'll take these general rules and let's get into it. What does it provide us? So the first one, Aries ascendant. Ashwini appears in the ascendant itself. So it's very strong that even anything that appears in the ascendant takes to the rest of the houses. Ashwini nakshatra for an Aries ascendant appears in the first house. So what's the first house? Just to recap, it is suited for career, suited career as per personality with nakshatra. So all these principles apply, whatever is listed here if you are having Aries ascendant in your D10 chart and if majority of planets points more than 2 or 3 are present in Ashwini nakshatra or ascendant is in Ashwini nakshatra this plays dominantly. Yeah. So you can go through all of these combinations. You have to see remaining planets and points if it's in the first house. Okay. In the second house, in the Taurus ascendant Where does ashwini fall it falls in the 12th house like you can see there number one sign aries falls in the 12th house for a taurus ascendant now here from here on things start getting different why because taurus is ruled by venus so you got to see where the lord of the first house is in d10 remember the rules of the d10 so where venus is placed will govern how this person will take up any one of these these planets of course rule all of these planets so, in this case, what does the 12th house stand for? It stands for retirement, working abroad, foreign travels, working behind the scenes, hidden enemies at work and loss of job if it's in transit, right? If it Ketu transits this, there might be a loss of job. Now, with respect to this 12th house and with respect to wherever Venus is placed, which is ruling Taurus, we can find the Talents that this particular Taurus ascendant has with respect to Ashwini. For example, if Mars and Jupiter are placed here in Ashwini Nakshatra for a Taurus ascendant, this person might be having management positions abroad. I am just taking lucky guesses here. Okay. In the same way, if the Lord of the Twelfth is in the 10th house, which is in Aquarius, that means Mars is sitting here. This could also mean this person could be working abroad. Because 12th house is foreign lands foreign travels right so we are looking at the 12th house aspects here or if you can say if the moon is sitting in the sixth house looking at the 12th house okay that can be another thing so you've got to look at the combinations of where these are placed if saturn is placed in the 10th house okay this could become a challenge because it is third place from saturn anything placed in ashwini saturn is having trouble with there yeah But if Saturn and Mars are together in the 10th house, Saturn is exalted and Lord of the 12th is in 10th, then also it can signify a career, a profession, which is abroad, right? Now for a Gemini ascendant, Mithuna Lagna, number 3 is sitting here. So Ashwini appears in the 11th house. 11th house stands for fulfillment in career. Meaning, whatever your long-term desires are, whatever your goals are, fulfillment of that or not, depending upon how weak or strong the chart is, financial success, because 11th house is the house of gains, so Aries appears for a Gemini ascendant in the 11th house, community and social network, what is your online social network, these days everything is online, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc., YouTube. So social network, social community engagement is where Ashwini is falling in. So we might be talking more in terms of Mercury and Rahu also. These people might be good with emergency services and rescue work. Why? Because that requires continuous community engagement. Right? It's not a one-on-one kind of job. Emergency services, first responders, they are always helping the community at large. So I would think if Ashwini is strong, and if these kind of planets are present, right, in the 11th house, in Ashwini, in D10 chart for a Gemini ascendant, it might signify that kind of a career. It might also, uh, you might have to think in terms of Gemini, so Mercury, wherever Mercury is placed. So look at these two, for example, right? Emergency services and rescue and also sales and marketing. Sales and marketing, if Mercury is in the fifth house looking at the 11th house that might be sales and marketing, right. It does well in the air sign Mercury because it is mental in nature, okay. And house number 6 looking at house 10, sorry fourth house looking at the 10th house, that is 6 looking at 12. Mercury is exalted in Virgo, Mercury is very grounded, so it might have emotional connect to other people also look at where even moon is placed moon and rahu so combination of moon mercury mars and rahu will give you whether this person will be in sales and marketing at home abroad etc etc okay if the lord of the 12th which is in this case venus is sitting here he might get more gains from abroad also okay when we come to Cancer Ascendant, the 10th house has a Shini Nakshatra. Aries comes in, 10th house. Stands there's the peak of career, 10th house. Governed by Saturn. Always look for Saturn placement and sun placement when it comes to D10. They are karkas of the D10 chart. 10th house stands for type of relationship with boss. What kind of boss you like What kind of authority figures at your workplace? Your position, your recognition and fame in career. Your appreciation for your work. Are you being appreciated for your work or depreciated for your work? Place of work also. Suppose Lord of the 12th, in this case being Mercury, is sitting here in Ashwini in the 10th house. Again, it might be abroad, right? Lord of the 12th and 10th. So you want to see this uh, Lord's placement. It's very important when you analyze D10 as a first measure. Now we are talking about the 10th house. So we'll talk about Saturn. Saturn is in three different places here. Athletics and physical fitness. Okay. Then you have emergency services. You have engineering mechanical skills. Of course, these are all very generic terms and you will see this in every nakshatra. These are all stereotypes. You got to see all kind of planets and positions to make out and their nakshatras to figure out where the person is finally going or what talents they are having. In this case, Mars placement is very crucial because that will dictate what career they will have among these three. Okay. So Mars and Saturn will determine because Saturn is the Karaka of Tenth Mars is the ruler of Aries. Yeah. In case of the ninth house, where does Aries uh, Shri Nakshatra fall in the ninth house? It falls in the Leo ascendant. If it is Simmalagna or Leo ascendant, it will fall in the ninth house. Ninth house is a place for your teachers, your gurus, your mentors at workplace. Because we are talking about the D10 chart, working abroad, kind of, kind of travels to work abroad, and it also stands for good fortune or good luck in work matters. Again, the ninth house we need to see where how well Mars is placed because you need good mentors at work. If it's placed in one of these enemy houses for the Leo ascendant, which is the seventh house or the sixth house, gonna have a trouble, you're gonna have enemies with the boss, okay? Your teachers. Or even if it's placed in the tenth house, it's not good for a Leo ascendant to have Mars in the tenth house. As it is, there is a lot of aggression and because lord of the ascendant is sun you have got to see where sun is placed in the chat very important because Leo as it is has a very pumped up ego it needs to temper down and connect with people this can be a little tricky if you add fire of mars and if you add the leadership of sun in a sort of tricky area where they are constantly having battles at work it won't work out very well would it virgo ascendant now will have ashwini nakshatra in the eighth house okay because number one sign falls in the eighth house eighth house stands for ups and downs in careers change of jobs type of place joint assets if any with the business partnership if it is indicated in the seventh house seventh house in terms of d10 chart is business partnership eighth house is the joint assets of the company or the you know whatever you have established as a startup you are having a partnership if the seventh house indicates that that's why i have indicated as seventh house now eighth house changes ups and downs you want to look at saturn here because if saturn looks at the third aspect or, or the tenth aspect or directly from this house second house towards eighth house it is good because it is more stable in nature saturn wherever it sits it has a way of putting down the elements of that house people don't want change in their lives too much yes they want some stability you want some groundedness so if saturn looks at this from the sixth house or from the second house for the virgo ascendant it will be good for them because it will give them stability and grounding now we come to the Aries Libra reverse axis, right? For a Libra ascendant, number one, Ashwini nakshatra falls in the seventh house of business partnership, or your spouse with respect to your work. Does your spouse support you in your endeavors, or is she putting he or she putting you down all the time? That also is dictated by the elements of this seventh house. Okay, seventh house is in terms of detail. Let's just focus on business partnerships for a partnership. You need to have a good Mercury. You need to be able to communicate with the partner better. Okay. So look for Mercury and look for Jupiter placement as well. That's the entrepreneurship right there. See, it's mentioned there. Leadership and entrepreneurship. Business owners. Business owners, as in this case, is partnership. Managerial positions. So you've got to look for Mercury and Jupiter placements if they are placed in well, you know, exalted positions. If Jupiter is placed in 9th, for example, it's neutral sign for a Libra Ascendant. It's okay, it kind of does well there. Or if it's placed even in uh, 12th house, here in the 6th sixth, uh, sixth house for a Libra Ascendant, in the 12th sign of Pisces, if Jupiter is placed there, that's also an exalted position for Jupiter. Although it kind of makes you like your enemies or your gurus, but yes, it can do well in terms of business partnership. In terms of 7th house, you have to look for Jupiter and you have to look for Mercury. And remember, all of these you have to look with the 10 deities that we spoke of in the very first one. The deity part, probably I will handle it later. I want to quickly cover the 27 nakshatras and the houses so that we move on Yeah, These are the basic rules of looking at your chart, D10 chart. For the Scorpio Ascendant, Vrishchikalagna, it comes in the sixth house. Number one comes in the sixth house. So for Scorpio also it can become tricky. But the Lord of the Ascendant, Mars is also the Lord of the sixth house, a place of enemies. This is why Scorpio people can get very aggressive in their daily work. Because the Lord Lord of the Ascendant and the Lord of the sixth is the same. So either they can be very mild if Scorpio is sitting in, let's say, twelfth or fourth, Uh, sorry fifth or ninth houses where it's debilitated it's a water sign there it can become a little passive aggressive but otherwise it can become if it is sitting in fire signs like second house or tenth house in this case you see the fire over there it can become really aggressive yeah if Mars is sitting in the tenth house for a Scorpio ascendant which is the Lord of the first and the sixth this Scorpio ascendant person can become really aggressive at work okay very angry all the time, very irritated all the time, okay. Sixth house stands for competition as enemies in your daily routine, opposition, obstacles at work. Mars does actually well here because Mars will suppress all the enemies. It knows it has courage to fight back the enemies in the house of work which is okay, which is what Mars functionally needs to do. And the fourth aspect looks at the guru aspect, this is not very nice. So, where would this person fit in? It would fit in, let's say, emergency and rescue work. That'll be good for this particular one. So, you've got to see the placement of Mercury also, Mercury and Rahu as well. If this person wants to fit in, it can fit in athletic and fitness. Where in which case you got to see Saturn and Ketu also placement? Because sixth house is vigorous physical work yeah actually it's third house but this is the third place fourth place from the third house so it will materialize here in some way yeah and it also depends upon the nakshatras which these other guys are in like Ketu is which nakshatra and saturn is which nakshatra so you got to see like the sum total the vector of these things yeah So for the Sagittarius Ascendant, Aries or Ashwini Nakshatra falls in the fifth house of creativity at work, subordinates at work, change of jobs or talents being used at work. See in your D1 chart, the fifth house represented your education, your basic schooling. What are your creative talents and what's your creative intelligence? In D10, it represents everything at work. In your D1 chart, fifth house represented your children. In your tenth house, it represents subordinates at work. Can even mean change of jobs depending upon how other things are placed. So fifth house, generally being ruled in one sense by Leo itself, right? Traditional fifth house, you got to see the position of the Sun. Also, you got to see the position of Mercury because Mercury provides the fuel intelligence for your creative intelligence. yeah. And how Ashwini will play out or which one you will tend to pick out of this depends upon the nakshatras of these other houses. I would think fifth house in combination with Mercury would make this person a good engineer. If you have Mercury, Mars and Rahu, it might make a software engineer, okay, or even in terms of IT. Mercury and Rahu looking at the fifth house for Sagittarius might make them even a teacher of computer science. Kind of thing. Okay. The Capricorn ascendant, okay, Makara Lagna will have Ashwini Nakshatra in the fourth house. Fourth house in terms of D10 is career satisfaction. Remember in D1, it stands for Home Mother Family Homeland. In terms of 4th house in D10, it will become career satisfaction. Are you satisfied with your job or business or are you just doing it to pay the bills? Home-based work or business because 4th house is a house of home, homeland. Emotional attachment to satisfaction from work. How good or how well-placed or how damaged this house is will tell you whether you are going to be working from home, whether you are going to be satisfied with your job emotionally. Yes or no. The quality of this house will dictate that. So in terms of business, it can also mean entrepreneurship. These days, lots of people post the pandemic, they are having entrepreneurship from home, especially women everywhere. So the fourth house dictates work from home. Fourth house dictates business, which is home-based because it stands for home. Yeah. So you got to look at also the position of the moon here Because moon is the Karaka of the fourth house Moon will give you whether this person is working from home Or going to a regular place of work Yeah. Also look for the position of Rahu if you are a good entrepreneur Also look for the position of Jupiter Because Jupiter provides that wisdom Although this is in Mars Which one you will pick if Jupiter Moon are together in fourth house, for example, in Ashley Nakshatra for a Capricorn ascendant, taking it a little further here. This will work well for them. They might be doing lots of teaching, maybe personal tutors, private tutors kind of thing. Jupiter is a teacher. If you place it with Mercury, they might be doing a home-based business also. Okay, kind of start to unpack things like that. So, in terms of Aquarius ascendant, okay, Kumbha Lagna, Aquarius ascendant has Ashwini nakshatra coming in the third house, the house of peers. In terms of it it is peers, colleagues, competition. Third house is a place where you compete, drive your skill sets. Okay, all of them come in Ashwini. So, if your planets, these planets or points situated here it becomes very good. If Mars is placed in Ashwini in the third house for Aquarius ascendant, this person becomes very handsy, okay, very skillful in their job, in their work. Now Mercury, Mars and Rahu also will do very well over here. Okay, so think about in terms of third house what it provides. Now this one I would put it as athletics and physical fitness. Why? Third house is the house of sports. These people might become coaches, these people might become physical trainers, gym instructors, that kind of a thing if Mars is over here along with Saturn. Slow and steady growth, yeah? That's what it provides. Lastly, for the Pisces ascendant, Meena Lagna. It comes in the second house, right? Ashwini Nakshatra. What does the second house stands for in D10? It stands for your value system. This is largely ignored by many Vedic astrologers. Your value system is the second house. What do you value at your work? Do you value appreciation? Do you value just money? Or do you value your position in your job? You got to check your value system innately. What are you doing all this thing work for? What are you looking for as in a satisfaction? The fourth house, right? We spoke of this just now. How do you speak to your colleagues? Speech is also the second house, and D10 stands for work. The second house quality in D10 for a Pisces one, if there's too many planets in Ashwini, might be, make them very bold, very quick thinking, very quick acting, quick speech at work. But I notice some colleagues speak very fast, and you are not able to comprehend them. They might be having a strong Mercury in Ashwini sitting in the second house for a Pisces lagna. That's simple it's the same principle carried over to every house but now we are interpreting the same chart in a d10 format in the professional format what you will do in your work in your business in your career okay right i will end with this next we will take up the next nakshatra, Bharani nakshatra. okay take care be safe